Hello beautiful souls and welcome to the very beginning of a Diary of a Life Coach. My name is Caitlin, I'm a 29 year old stay at home mum with a Virgo sun, Cancer moon, living on the south coast New South Wales with her soulmate and one year old girl. Before I dive in, I just have to share that my entire body is absolutely tingling with excitement right now at recording this very first episode. It is a whole body fuck yes to be sharing this with the world. We're starting from humble beginnings as I sit in the spare bedroom of my apartment, mic in hand, simply recording into my MacBook as my baby takes a nap. I wonder where I'll be this time next year. What we'll be talking about on the show is a whole array of topics. This is your source to learn something new, whether that be a mindset tool, a spiritual practice, how to heal your inner child, inspiration for a positive mentality, invoking your creative spark, affirmations to rewire your neural pathways, personal development and psychology tools to live your best life, and guidance and inspiration to be your most whole and authentic self. We'll also discuss relationships, wellness, influencing, conscious parenting, mental health, sex, and more. Sound enticing? I cannot wait to dive in further. These shows will both be solo and with guests. I'm bringing on people who I love the most, just normal people who haven't written books or have a huge following, but who are creating their own wholesome dream life by following their passion and desires. My intention is for you to be inspired that you too can create your own reality by following what it is that lights you up. My solo episodes will be about my own journey, lessons I've learned, sharing my knowledge. I've read countless books, spoken at self-love events, and built a following of a few thousand people who I'm so grateful and honored to say that they have started their own spiritual journey because of me. Wow. (laughs) My solo episodes will be giving you so many tips, guidance, and inspirations on all of my passions like personal development, creativity, content creation, social content strategy, finding your purpose, and so much more. You are welcome to go ahead and dive in, but keep listening if you want to know more about what brought me here today. So for your basic surface level stuff, I grew up in Jervis Bay, a gorgeous coastal town on the south coast of New South Wales, on property with horses and have ridden my whole life. I lived with my mum, stepdad, sister and two brothers who are all much younger. I went to a Catholic school for nine years, then moved to Sydney with dad when I was 16, finished year 12 up there. I worked in a motorcycle shop, which led to being a spare parts interpreter at Toyota, then into car sales, which led me to working at Flight Centre and continued to be in the travel industry for six years. From the age of 21, I started to travel the world and have had very rich and fulfilling travel experiences, having done things like parasailing in the Greek islands, skydiving in the Swiss Alps, swimming with sharks in the Maldives, cruising to the Hawaiian Islands, doing my diving certification in the Great Barrier Reef and countless other destinations and experiences. But let's go in deeper, which is what I'm all about. My spiritual journey started when I was 20. The life experiences that led me to that shift in direction were divorced parents, childhood trauma, sexual abuse, a toxic relationship, lack of belonging and self-worth, attempted suicide, and overall having a deeper knowing that there is so much more to this life than just a nine to five. I had a mediocre life. I was presently working on the Sunshine Coast at a tavern, still talking to my on-again, off-again ex with no real direction other than maybe studying business. Mum knew I'd just been through the depths of my depression and sent up a care package. It contained some pyjamas, homemade brownies and two books, Happy For No Reason and The Power Of Now. I picked up Happy For No Reason and my journey began. 
I'm quite a logical person, but this one book spoke to me so deeply because it actually explained the science and psychology behind the mindful and spiritual practices. And it also gave me so many examples and resources to try whenever one happens to resonate most for you. From there, I just kept following all the signs and niggles. I started learning about Buddhism, the journey to enlightenment, and remembered my pa who was a practicing Buddhist and always the happiest and most loving person. Then I started guided meditations by Melissa Ambrosini and started feeling that heightened state of stillness, peace, clarity that meditation can bring you. I went to the Mind Body Spirit Festival, started collecting crystals, attended yoga classes and felt the deep connection between mind and body. I continued reading all the spiritual books that I was drawn to and started to hear and recognize my intuitive voice. I worked on my self-worth and would do a self-worth meditation every single day to try and raise it. The relationship that I was in at the time wasn't very supportive of my self-worth, so I was really holding on to this. I found myself growing too big for the container that I was in. My spiritual potential was hitting the roof and I knew I had so, so much more powerful potential if I stepped out of the space that was keeping me small. I needed a big change. I had a great job, but it wasn't challenging enough. I wanted to break the lease on the house I was living in because it wasn't working out. My relationship was doing well at the time, but when I thought long term, I knew I deserved a much deeper, richer love. I had a huge epiphany on the train home from work in North Sydney one afternoon. I didn't want my home, my relationship, or my career. They are three incredibly significant and important parts of your identity, and I was ready to let go of all of it. The words Jervis Bay pinged into my mind. I thought, okay, and I just searched on Seek for jobs down there just to see. Instantly, Flight Centre Nara came up with a job opportunity. Nara is a pretty small town and the travel industry can be hard to get into, so I was pretty shocked. The next day I gave them a call and landed myself a new job. Then I put it out there that I needed a place to live down there and I was introduced to a friend of a friend who had a room right in Jervis Bay, 15 minutes from my family. It literally just fell into place. All because I heard that ping on the train, Jervis Bay, and followed the motions to make it happen. I handed in my two-week notice at work, told my partner I was leaving, and made the huge life shift. I'd always told myself that when I left that six-year relationship, I needed a whole year of being single to heal and grow. So that was my intention when I moved back to Jervis Bay, and I committed to it. I have never been so deeply committed to my spiritual practices as I was during that year, truly finding myself nourishing my soul, my <laughs> nourishing my soul doing shadow work and reprogramming, just diving in so deep. I journaled intensely every single day, read so many spiritual and self-help books, started to really share my true self on social media, got deeply into astrology, numerology and human design to find, about, to find out more of who I truly am and did the To Be Magnetic program, which is work with hypnotherapy, neuroscience, spirituality and energetics, covering topics such as self-worth, your higher self, shadow work, inner child healing, money and relationship energetics, and more, which was the biggest accelerator I have ever experienced on my spiritual journey, and I highly recommend it to everyone. Some books that I loved during that period too were The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein and You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, Eat, Pray, Love by Liz Gilbert as well. The book is so different to the movie and I will pop all of these in the show notes for you, so don't worry about taking notes. I had a year of saying yes to opportunities and invites, but also a year of intentionally being selfish with zero remorse as I chose to choose me unconditionally. 
During that year, I also had the space to explore my sexuality, which I'd always had a strong curiosity about and had played around with since I was 19. I uncovered a whole other side of myself I realized I'd suppressed, came to work one morning saying, I think I'm gay gay, but more on that in another episode. As 12 months came up, I started to feel stagnant and realized I had done a whole year of immense growth and healing just as I intended. It was time for my next chapter. I thought about where I felt called to and I'd always loved the Gold Coast and Byron Bay area because of how warm and kind the people are out there, how many self-love and spiritual events there are, and I also love the beach and warm weather. So I thought, if not now, then when, and made it happen. I secured another job in travel, was approved to lease my own place, and moved within two weeks without knowing anyone at all up there. The day I arrived, I went to a cafe for breakfast, and there was a wall with huge writing that said, you are exactly where you are meant to be. Thank you, universe. In Queensland, I truly found my sense of belonging, something I had craved my entire life. I created my own family there, my closest friends being so openly loving, supportive, inspiring, fun, and aligned with similar drive and values. When COVID hit, I left the travel industry, a huge holy fuck moment, as the first time in my life I hadn't actually secured another job to go into and enrolled for a life coaching course, trusting that if I made the jump towards what my true desire and purpose was, I would be supported. And then I began living my most abundant life. I had so much fun with influencing and had packages of free clothing and products sent to my door every single day. Anything I wanted to call in, I'd manifest just about instantly. I showed up wholeheartedly as my true, authentic self online and started to coach people one-on-one, feeling so immensely fulfilled after each call because I knew I was doing what I was meant to do in this lifetime and it felt glorious. I was invited to be a speaker at self-love events to further impact people's lives. I got to experience spiritual retreats in Byron as an influencer. I went skydiving twice for free, went on free trips to both the Whitsundays and Townsville, was frequently invited to cafes, restaurants, events, club launches and yacht parties. I literally lived life as a permanent holiday and connected with the most beautiful people. It was incredible and so abundant. Then a huge life shift. I reconnected suddenly with my soulmate after six years of not being in touch. Our story is a literal movie and one that deserves an entire episode or two to itself. Sam came into my life and we deeply dived into life together knowing we were each other's one. We did long distance for five months, him flying up every few weekends, me driving down to Sydney to stay with him. We're immensely in love and I missed him the moment we left each other. So when I was being guided to find a new home again, I wanted it to be with him. And boy, did the universe frantically shove me into the right direction just in time. Four days after I made the drastic last second move to Sydney, the country went into lockdown. If I had not made that split second call to Sam on a Friday afternoon, can you drive up and help me move? I'm coming to live with you. I would not have seen my love for at least the next five months with the states being closed. Who knows what could have happened? Lockdown was hard and I had an immense feeling of death of my identity. I stripped myself of everything. I'd quit my job, moved states, removed all physical attributes like my hair and lash extensions. May not seem like a big deal, but I was literally stripping everything. Deleted my Instagram, which was also a source of income. Gained work during lockdown, but then lost it due to the mandatory vaccinations and felt totally lost and an extreme lack of control. But I heard the words death for purpose of rebirth and I just had to trust in that. Then I found out I was pregnant and suddenly nothing else mattered. 
I spent my pregnancy being the most creative I've ever been in my life, creating a business, Soulview Creative, having the most calm and relaxed pregnancy anyone could ever wish for, pouring pure love into my baby as I learned about bringing her gently into this world at home with my doula and soulmate by my side. But we all had the birth experience we are meant to have. And mine was traumatic as fuck. My birth story will be an episode I'll record very soon because I'm a year into motherhood now and it's time it's shared. Whilst I could see my experience at the hospital from a victim mentality, I instead have chosen to see it as empowering, to see myself as a fierce warrior woman who used her voice and stood up for her rights and values when it came to birth, to protect herself and her baby and still have the most natural birth possible for the well-being of my girl. My introduction to motherhood was nothing like I anticipated. There was no golden bubble of love, no bonding of the three of us as a new family. I didn't even feel connected to my baby until months and months afterward, masked by immense postpartum depression and anxiety. I was in fight or flight state for the entire first year. It's only recently that I've actually started to relax, both physically and mentally, and I'm coming back to myself as a whole new person. I didn't love myself at all during the start of motherhood, and so that is the chapter I am currently in. My healing era, as people online would call it. The journey back to self, recreating an entirely new identity, releasing what no longer serves me, and embracing what does. They say that when a child is born, so is a mother, and there is nothing more potently true than that statement. You are completely burnt down to ashes, and there is no telling when you will rise from them again. I thought because I had done the work, healed my childhood trauma, done shadow work, met my highest self, had my traumatic experiences and grown from them, that my healing journey was done. Never would I have believed that motherhood would rock me even deeper than any depression I had previously experienced, or that it would just about ruin my utterly perfect relationship. And that's something I'm also here to share my journey on in future episodes to come. So that brings me to where I am today, recording this episode for you, here and now, Bubba's still snoozing. The spiritual journey is a never-ending one. The personal development journey continues every single day. I am deeply in my second healing phase, immersing myself in self-love, compassion, creativity, and desire, uncovering what makes me, me, as an entirely new person. I am now a mother, but I am also a powerful and fierce warrior, a light in the dark and inspiration to people I have not met yet, and a lover who does not give up or close herself to love no matter how difficult life becomes. Thank you for listening and being a part of this journey. I love you and I ask you to tell yourself that you love you as well. Until next time.